Welcome to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer, a show dedicated to creating change and emotional healing for executives, professionals, and expats in the various stages of marriage breakdown and divorce. Discover insightful strategies to better manage your personal affairs and learn secrets to creating more happiness, love, and success in your life today. Hi, this is Nicola Beer and you're listening to Divorce Talk, the show dedicated to help executives, professionals and expats create change and emotionally heal after marriage breakdown and divorce. I just want to start off today's show by saying a huge thank you for everyone who has left a review or a rating on iTunes. I so appreciate that because that's going to help reach more people and get this valuable information out to a wider audience because then I'll be able to come up on the top of iTunes and more people will be able to see it. So if you do find anything useful today or in any of the other shows, I really would appreciate you sharing that information so that we can help more people. So thanks again. And if you'd like a shout out, I'd just like to say a thank you to Fernando and to Olivia for your comments. Really appreciate that. And if, if anyone would like a shout out, please do email me because I sometimes can't see all the reviews as I'm on the UK iTunes system and I may miss them. So if you do fancy a shout out, then do email me at support at purepeacecoaching.com. That's support at purepeacecoaching.com. Today I'm going to talk about the seven steps you can take to rediscovering yourself after a separation and divorce. Separation and divorce is a very challenging time. One thing I see people struggle with is finding themselves again. Many, after years of putting others' needs before their own, find that they just don't know who they are anymore. This is exactly how Innes felt when her marriage ended after 20 years. She described leaving the marriage like leaving home again at 18. Everything was new to her. It felt strange. It felt different. She felt like she had just got new wings and was venturing out in the world alone. She didn't know how to build a new life because she had no clue what she wanted or who she was. For the past 15 years, she had focused solely on the family, raising their two children, where they had two boys, and supporting her husband in his demanding career, moving countries, supporting him emotionally, and making sure everything was done in the home. She never, ever had the chance to think, what would I like to do for me this weekend? Her weekends were full of ferrying her children to different sports clubs, cricket, tennis, football, parties, or taking them shopping for their ever-demanding need for new clothes and, and different activities that they needed equipment for, and sorting out different meals. Some of her children liked one type of vegetables, one liked pasta, the other one didn't. And then there was looking after her husband. Her husband was frequently travelling to Europe or other Middle East countries, and so she found that she was doing his laundry and packing that up every weekend for his next trip. So when I asked her, what would your ideal week and weekend look like? She had no idea, and she was finding adjusting really quite difficult. And she said to me, Nicola, there must be something wrong with me because I just don't know what to do with myself. And I said, there's absolutely nothing wrong with you. It's normal and natural to feel like this when you've been putting your own needs and wants on the back burner for some time. You know, you've been putting them on hold. But rediscovering, redefining who you are can be a really exciting process and a really good chance to create a new and happier beginning and a more fulfilling life. 
So I'm going to go through the seven steps that I go through with my clients and hopefully they'll be helpful to you because the truth is you don't even have to have children or be in a relationship for a long time to, to have lost yourself in a marriage or lost yourself in a relationship. The concept that we're only whole when we get married and we're a half on our own, you know, the people say the expression, oh, they're my better half or my worst half, implies that we're not complete on our own. But that's not true. You're a whole on your own. And, you know, today we're going to cover some steps so you can really start looking at how you can create more happiness and fulfillment in your life by rediscovering who you are. And many confess to me, Nicola, I know that it's a wrong thing to do, to jump into a relationship. People say, I need to heal myself first. But they find that they can't stand being on their own, so they just go and find anyone to date. And that's not a good solution. So I hope these are useful to you. What I recommend is, I I normally do these with, with individuals I work with. So if you can find someone else to go through them with, a friend, a family member, just in case, you know, you you want to sort of brainstorm with someone, it can really help. But if you do get stuck and you don't have anyone you can go through these with, then please do feel free to leave me a comment or a message on on my LinkedIn. I do accept all invites or you can um, post on my blog page or, or contact me through email. So step number one is rest, recover and relax. So In order to rediscover and redefine who you are, you need to have energy and peace in your life. Grief is a natural and normal reaction to loss of any kind. And I've got a special episode on grief recovery, so be sure to listen out or subscribe so you can make sure you get that. But when a marriage ends, you go through several losses at once. You may be missing the person, the familiarity of being with with that person and the routine that you used to have. You may be missing the security and the support that they gave you, whether it was financial support, emotional support, intellectual support or psychological support. Grief, from my experience of working with people with all different kinds of grief over the years, is that it takes a tremendous amount of energy. And what I find is that people, rather than giving their body what it needs, rest, relaxation and good food, they end up doing the exact opposite. They end up trying to keep busy as a way of distracting themselves and trying to cope. So they avoid think- They try to avoid thinking about things. So this could be working overtime, getting really stuck into work, obsessive cleaning, going through the house and sorting things out, excessive exercising. But this is really not a good strategy because what you're doing is you're really exhausting yourself and keeping busy is just making and prolonging the grief because we all need to go through grief and go through the, the, the emotions that we've got in order to heal. If we try and distract ourselves from them, we're just pushing them to the side, not only are we exhausting ourselves by the extra activities, but they're causing us pain because they're, they're not going away and they're at the back of our minds. Also, I find food, and I will do a whole episode on emotional eating when going through a breakup and divorce, but this is a time when your body really needs good food. What I see is many people, when they go through a relationship breakdown or they go through a divorce, is they either comfort eat, so they reach out for foods that are sugary and high in calories or high in fat to to make themselves feel comfortable and happier and get into that habit or they just don't eat at all and that happened to me when I went through a breakup many years ago I just couldn't physically eat but really I was doing myself much more damage in the healing process by not giving my body what it needs. I studied the uh, mental health organization recommendations to overcome 
depression with food and to help yourself when you're going through a difficult time of, of grief and loss which divorce and separation brings and they have guidelines there so I ask you to google that and have a look at what they recommend just as a brief summary here it's avoid all processed foods extra added sugar and extra added salt but really to go for natural foods lots of fresh fruit and vegetables and making sure you get essential omega-3 and omega-6 fats. These essential fats are crucial to help alleviate depression and give your body what it needs. So they can be found in oily fish or if you're vegan, uh, walnuts, flax seeds. So really do check out that because many people that I work with have really found that it's really made a difference. Within a week of us going through guidelines and some some tips on helping with that, they've really turned how they feel around. So why is rest, relaxation, and eating the right food is so important. Well, if we do the opposite, then it's going to lead to exhaustion. And we all know that when we're tired, life seems so much harder to deal with and our tolerance levels go down. So it's really important to take measures to, to rest and relax. And whether you have the money or pamper yourself or not, some people say to me, Nicola, I just don't have the money to do things. Then here are some other simple things you can do. And yes, you do deserve it. So something simple could be like going for a leisurely walk, looking around a shopping mall, reading a book, booking a massage, asking a colleague if you can leave work early or a friend if you can, if they can look after your children for a few hours so you can simply go for a walk or take a bath or even for some of us that work so hard, just taking your full lunch hour and using it to relax and doing something for you because the more rested and relaxed you are, the better you will be able to deal with the stress that comes with divorce and separation and the more better you will be to fulfil other duties and rediscover yourself. So step two is reconnect with your former self. Reconnect with your childhood. What were your favourite activities at school? What were you really good at at school? What did you love to do? Examples people have shared with me are drawing, technology, sports, singing, organising things, writing, whatever it is for you. And then reconnect with yourself before the relationship. What did you really like to do before you got together? Louis gave up going out with his friends and triathlons when he got together with his wife, Emile. She used to get jealous of his nights out and expected him to stay in when they got married, especially when their son was born. Family was so important to her, and so she insisted that a lot of the time they spent were in the house with the family and also seeing her extended family. And he did that. So think about what you gave up, perhaps, when you got together. It's always natural natural that we will give up some things when we change from living independent lives to living lives with other people. It can be something really small. For example, my dad hates all fish. Cannot stand the smell of fish at all or any any fish. So when my parents divorced after 23 years of marriage, my mother started reconnecting with her love of fish. And as a child, until my parents divorced, I never had fish. Maybe when I went out, but never in the house. So that's just one small thing that people do give up. So think about what you gave up and perhaps what you would like to do. Another example is Mehdi that I work with. He gave up motorcycling when he got married because Nia couldn't stand the thought of him being out out on his bike. She was fearful of him dying and having a crash and because of her worry and him wanting to keep her happy, gave up motorcycling. Another person I work with, Gaurav, he went out and got a new dog because he'd always had dogs as, as, as a child. He had, I think they had three when he was growing up, he was telling me. And he really missed dogs, but his wife was allergic to pets. So getting a dog brought him comfort and he was able to actually meet new friends through dog walking on a daily basis. So 
getting a new dog was really good for him. So reconnect with your childhood, reconnect with yourself before the relationship and look for ideas to give you some ideas for what you can do to rediscover and redefine your new life. Step number three is explore new activities. New activities can be a really exciting way to try and and see what you really like doing. Here are a few examples to find new activities. You could buy magazines that you love, sit down, have a nice coffee and flick through them, read through the stories, read through what other people are doing, look at the listings, bring for inspiration of new activities you can try. You could search a list of activities you can do in your area by looking at the wellness centres or fitness centres or different groups. You could get a copy of Time Out or visit Time Out online and search under the various categories that they have, whether that's community, family, sports, food, nightlife. Even if you don't have Time Out in your area, by looking on online at the Time, time Out closest near to you, it may generate a list of ideas and then you can actually look for the specific activities going on in your area. And then also look at discount websites like Groupon or Nail the Deal. They always have interesting things you can do at a really good cost. So find some new activities, create a long list and just start trying them. Trying two or three a month. I've just really started um, paddle tennis which is great fun. Also I've decided that this summer in Dubai I'm going to learn how to ski and I thought that would be a cool thing to do. So let's just try and find new activities, give them a go. If you don't like them then move on and try something else. Step number four is engage with friends more. Often in separation and divorce we can lose touch with our friends. This may be because they no longer invite us out or that we don't feel comfortable in the couple scene anymore. Some friends also may have withdrawn because they don't know what to say or they just don't want to take sides. But being around friends, old and new, can help you find your true self and rediscover who you truly are. So if you've got old friends that you haven't connected to for a while, go and spend a weekend or some time with them. If travel is difficult, then speak to them on phone or Skype and really have an engaging conversation with them and help them to help you rediscover who you are. Another challenge I give to people is I say, find a few activities that you like from the step three we just talked about and then invite two to three friends per week to one or two activities. The more you invite friends to do things, the more they will invite you to events and to new things, which can benefit the rediscovery process. I help many people in Dubai create new friends or in other countries when they're expats and they want to meet new people and the fastest way to really meet new people is to start inviting them to different places. You may meet them at an event, whether it's a a course or an exercise class, and then start inviting people to things, and before you know it, you're invited to lots of things. So that's a really good strategy to creating more things where you can rediscover who you are. So if you want to meet new friends, what I do suggest is you go to group exercise classes, or you do a local course, whether that's a language or IT or something like that. I'll talk about that in a minute. Or go to meetup.com and look for events. See if there's a meetup.com in your area or the nearest area and look for events to meet people there. Number five is learn something new. Now, this is my favourite. Learning is my passion. I absolutely love learning. So learning new skills and new topics is so rewarding and fun. And you can learn pleasure for extra revenue, for your retirement plan, for a new business venture or career advancement. It could be a qualification like an MBA or a CFA or another vocational qualification. Or it could be just learning fun activities, which may include photography, languages, scuba diving, skiing, as I mentioned, cake decorating, creative writing... 
If you've really got no money or you've got no time, which some people say to me as, as an objection where they can't learn something new or do anything new, then there are different courses that you can do online and that can be a great way to develop ourselves and they don't have to be extensive in fact there's a website that a really good friend of mine shared with me that's actually free and they do lots of different courses and that's at coursera.org so I recommend looking for activities or courses you can do that will inspire you that will help you rediscover your passions and what you really would love to do I used it recently Coursera because at the moment I'm coaching two people off alcohol which I've done on several occasions helping people get off of bad habits whether it's eating or different things that they're they're addicted to and I was able to complement my training with an extra certification on the addicted brain. So you can literally learn anything that interests you. So have a look now. Go to Coursera.org and just find out if there's anything you'd love to learn. Number six is living according to your values. Our values are the essence of who we are and what we care about. They're powerful because they determine what motivates us and how we feel and evaluate people, events and circumstances in our lives. I encourage you to discover your values because this is really key in helping you rediscover who you are and then you can align your life to them for ultimate satisfaction. This is a key part of the coaching that I do because I feel it's so important that in order to be happy and fulfilled, we must align ourselves with what we care about most. And that's what values are. They're really what matters and what you care about most. So to get started with this, I'd like you to sit there and ask yourself with a pen and paper or your notepad if you're laptop whatever you prefer and ask yourself what is important to me in life what matters most to me in life then write a list write a long list keep asking yourself that question again and again until you've asked yourself three or four times and you've got a list of things then go through that list and start putting them in order Many years ago, this was a complete eye-opener for me because I realised that what I really cared about most, I was not living. I was not actually doing. They were not present in my life. And that really shocked me because it was no wonder that I was feeling frustrated, unfulfilled, unhappy at the time because my life was completely different. You know, what I cared about most was giving back, connecting to people, listening to people, health, yoga. And then I looked at my life and I was too busy for yoga. I was working in a job where I wasn't feeling fulfilled or rewarded or satisfied. It was no wonder that I felt so frustrated. So really write a list and then start applying these to your life. And this will really be the key to rediscovering who you are. Which brings me to step seven and the seventh step in recreating who you are and recreating a new life and that's be true to yourself be true to yourself tap into your feelings and do what feels right it can be so hard to make decisions after going through a separation and divorce there are so many things to decide from where you're going to live to what you're going to do how you're going to survive financially what to do you know that what to do with this asset or this it can just literally be so overwhelming so really just be true to yourself do what feels right I really recommend that you discuss and process your options out loud with someone, whether it's a friend or a family member or a coach, and talk through ideas. But the key is really to listen to your your intuition. And sometimes it may be to wait. And waiting can be good sometimes because it can give us time for more information to unfold, making us better equipped to know what to do. And finally, I just want to share the question that really helped me rediscover who I was 
when my relationship collapsed. In fact, this question changed my life because I acted on it. And the question that I asked myself was, what have you always wanted to do but haven't done because either money, relationships or time has stopped you? So what have you always wanted to do but haven't done because of either money, relationships or time? And I repeated this over to myself and then I wrote down my thoughts and I came up with, I really, really wanted to do an NLP course. I'd heard about it about 10 years ago and I thought I really would love to do that. I've always fancied hypnosis. My dad's always been into hypnosis and I thought that seems like a really cool thing to learn. I've always wanted to volunteer in an orphanage and had the chance to do that. I've always wanted to go on safari and see all the animals. And strangely, my mind came up with, I've always wanted to have my hair chemically straightened. I've got naturally curly, wavy hair, and you know, you always want what you haven't got. So that was something that came up in my mind. And so over the years, um, following that, I did every single one of them. And the orphanage experience, going to Kenya and safari and seeing the children, helping them and, and seeing them so happy and fulfilled in life despite being in poverty was just an eye-opener for me. And giving them love and having their love back was just wonderful experience. The safari, just seeing animals was just fascinating. And NLP and hypnosis is life-changing as well. So it was really an, an amazing question that I asked myself and it came true because I was acting out on it and that helps you rediscover who you are. And I have to say that the hair straightening wasn't life-changing, but it was a really nice treat. Ask yourself what you would do and what you can do to start treating yourself. So has this episode generated any ideas that are useful to you? If yes, start to ask yourself how you can get more of these enjoyable things in your life today. I really hope that this has been helpful to you. And from my heart to yours, thank you so much for listening and tuning into this show. It's dedicated to help executives, professionals and expats create change and emotionally heal after marriage. Thank you for listening to Divorce Talk with Nicola Beer. If you have enjoyed the program, please leave a rating and review on iTunes so more people dealing with marriage breakdown and divorce get the support they need. If you want more great free resources such as Secrets to a Happier Relationship, moving on fast after divorce, or tips on parenting through divorce, be sure to visit purepeacecoaching.com today.